Good morning, Boker Tov, Buenos Dias, Sabah Lecher. This is Shana Fold here from Tel Aviv with the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm here to give you the daily headlines so you can get caught up quickly. Today is Wednesday, August 5th, 2020. If you live here in Israel, you're nearing the end of the work week. Give it another push. And by the way, if today is Wednesday, that means tomorrow is Thursday, and we have a special report. Now, let's get to the news. An explosion. A mushroom cloud and a burnt orange cloud of atomic smoke reached up into the sky from Israel's northern neighbor, Lebanon, yesterday. Nearly 80 people died and 3,000 were wounded in the capital area. Lebanon's president, Michael Aoun, took to Twitter to confirm the explosion was caused by 2,700 tons of ammonium nitrate, which was being stored in a warehouse at the Beirut port for six years without proper safety measures. Still, what triggered the blast is not entirely clear. While many are questioning whether Israel had any involvement in the matter, Israeli sources denied the country had a connection, and Defense Minister Benny Gantz and Foreign Minister Gabi Ashkenazi offered humanitarian aid and medical assistance to the country using foreign mediators as a way to connect with them. Israeli leaders like President Ruvi Rivlin and Knesset opposition leader Yair Lapid offered their condolences to the victims and their families via Twitter in Hebrew, English, and Arabic. The IDF tweeted that this is a time to transcend conflict. Meanwhile, private citizens on Twitter, many in the Arab world, are typing quickly, calling on Israel as the force behind the attack. Well, we here at the Israel Daily News podcast reached out to U.S. diplomats working with Lebanon for more information and color on this story, but we were told to review Secretary of State Mike Pompeo's statement, which says the U.S. is standing ready to help and that he looks forward to hearing more on the investigation from Lebanese officials. We will continue to do our investigations on that story. Okay, I'm following up on a story I reported regarding Israel's budget. Blue and white leader Benny Gantz is attempting to pass a bill that would prevent Prime Minister Netanyahu from running for office again if both sides fail to agree on the national budget. The reason would be Netanyahu's criminal trial, so they're trying to pin the criminal trial as a reason for Netanyahu not to be fit for prime minister, being that he'll be in and out of the courtroom. Netanyahu is pushing to pass a one-year budget, which would leave Gantz out, whereas the two-year budget would include him. Israel came to a unity government during its last round of elections, which means that Netanyahu would be in first and Gantz would pick up the seat in the following year. But with only a one-year budget, this could potentially push the unity out the window. Parliament has until August 24th to come up with a budget, or else the nation will be plagued with a fourth round of elections in the last two years. Yesterday, I chose not to cover rumors and reports that emerged saying Israel would be going back into a full lockdown by the end of August due to the coronavirus. 
Well, I chose that because every day it seems that the rules are changing and I don't want to be a part of that confusion. But I'll give a couple of notes. The meeting was called with the goal of figuring out how to make matters better without a lockdown, but ended with talk of a lockdown. The latest from there is that Health Minister Yuli Edelstein is calling for an end to restrictions in place that had closed shopping centers and stores over the weekends in an attempt to lessen congestion in those areas. However, he says no evidence supports that the closure helps anyone and is ordering stores and shopping centers to reopen over the weekend. Edelstein says the government is working to find restrictions that will apply to certain activities and sectors. Israeli hospitals are overwhelmed, coronavirus wards packed, and though there was a pledge to add 2,000 more medical staff to hospitals around the country, my own sources are telling me they have not received any new staff. The chairman of the Israeli Medical Association World Fellowship, Zaev Feldman, says staff will have to go on strike and declare a labor dispute if things do not improve on those front lines. 561 people have died in Israel, with 341 people in serious condition. A note for me, I'm looking to highlight the lives of those who've died from the coronavirus here in Israel. I want to write those stories in English. If you are listening and you know someone who's passed here in the Holy Land from the coronavirus, please send their names and their stories my way. Now, before we continue, I have a request. Answer this question. What time of day do you listen to the Israel Daily News podcast? I asked this question yesterday and I got another response from a woman in New York City who says she listens to the show between 8 and 9 a.m. while she's getting dressed and ready for the day. I'm very curious about your listening habits, so send me a note on social media or drop us a line using the contact page in the show notes and let me know when you listen to the show. Also, the Israel Daily News podcast has been approached by Audible, which is the audiobooks, podcasts, and all things audio sector of Amazon. The company asked me to sign up for the trial and see if I would recommend it to my listeners, which I do. Sign up for the trial using the link Audible Trial, that's A-U-D-I-B-L-E, trial, T-R-I-A-L, dot com, backslash, Israel, daily, news. Let me know what you choose to listen to, and then let's talk about it on the show. The link is also in the show notes, so you can find it there using Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever you listen to. I want to follow up here on a story I brought to you weeks ago about an elderly couple who left Gaza to visit their son in an American university and now cannot return home. Well, they will be according to a Jerusalem court ruling. So first, let's understand what the problem is here. Egypt closed its border crossings. The Palestinian Authority decided to stop communicating with Israel after Israel said it would move forward with annexation plans. The Allenby Bridge crossing between the West Bank and Jordan, which connects Gazans to flights out of Amman, has only been open to Palestinians a few times to let those who are overseas come home. All of these closures have been due to the coronavirus. So here's what the ruling says. 
When the Palestinian Authority suspended cooperation, Israeli authorities had an obligation to find an alternative to enable the petitioners, in this case, to return to Gaza after leaving the Strip legally. The ruling only applies to this couple, in addition to a psychologist who left for Tunisia in the fall to pursue additional studies. The judge said he did not have the authority to make a blanket ruling across the board on this sensitive matter. And we here at the Israel Daily News podcast are wishing everyone a safe travel back to their families and hope that this ruling at least helps a few people who are stranded outside of their home country. Now for an interesting story in the world of academia. Did you know that a dozen universities in Egypt currently award degrees in Hebrew and Jewish studies? Well, Haaretz has a very interesting in-depth piece on this from Mustafa Hussein, where he explains in detail why Egyptians had become interested in this field to start. I'll give a quick breakdown of his paper. In the early 1900s, Egyptians pursued Semitic studies, but had to go to Europe to do so. Egyptians wanted to enhance their understanding of Egyptian history and study biblical Hebrew and the history of ancient Israel in order to do that. Plus, studying Hebrew helped aid the advancement of modern Arabic. If you track down Arabic words using Hebrew and Aramaic, it's a good way to review the root words in Arabic and track the modern uses of these words in Arabic. This early interest gave way to modern universities like the University of Cairo to adopt and develop programs right into their home cities so people no longer had to travel to the UK or Germany to pursue these fields. Hussein who is a teacher within the Department of Judaic Studies at the University of Michigan, Ann Arbor, finishes his piece by suggesting the inclusion of these types of studies into the country's modern curriculum shows the nation's tolerance and acceptance, while also allowing researchers to criticize Israeli society and culture while expressing solidarity with the Palestinian people. Those are his words. I hope you found that interesting and fascinating, as I did. All right, well, that's it for today's news. Today is Wednesday, August 5th, 2020. We've got a low of 24 and a high of 30 degrees Celsius in Tel Aviv. That's 76 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 86 degrees in the central city. It has been hot, hot hot here this week. I've barely been able to accomplish my runs. It's been very sweaty. Keep an eye out on my social media because tonight I'm going to be hosting a Corona Crush dating game. So I'm actually going to be hosting a game show of sorts online where people are going to be matched up and hopefully end with a new boyfriend or girlfriend. So if that's interesting to you, take a look at my Facebook page. It should be pretty fun. Thanks for getting caught up with me, and don't forget, subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. I am everywhere. Don't forget to send in your answer to this week's question, which is, what time of day do you listen to the Israel Daily News podcast? I'll send you off into the home stretch of this week with a classic Israel Daily News podcast song, Schmoozin, by my friend Rami who is known by his rap name around the globe as Kosha Dills. 
Have a great and productive day. My bristol, Mr. Potato, West Al Brisket, Kanish flow for clump, bigger fucks in around, and you ain't never from on tour when I'm coming to town. Trave Tuchis, ladies be under my gown, Yentas on young diff, and they run in their mouth. Ask Sadie with a fat zuff dig up in the house. This is from my baby mamas and my bubby who down. So I snore so loud when I sleep, I can't dream about fresh sticks and a way to dance with a nice girl who catch and she like my pants. If she don't want my smack a bag. Ask a friend.